Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is episode four um, with of uh, Music Talks with Tyler. And uh, this is our little podcast. You can see our guest today is Sam or Samuel uh, Elam. <laughs> and uh, um, I've known Sam for quite some time now. Um, and I mean, I keep saying this, I feel like, but it's real true with whoever I uh, bring on here is someone who I feel like I, I've had a lot of like, well, conversations with, but also just like uh, a lot, I, I've had like some intellectual music conversations. Um, uh, Sam and I both come from like a theater background. So we also like dive into some theater conversations and uh, really just kind of dive into um, the next level, always trying to improve ourselves, always trying to be better. Um, so he's, uh, he's had quite some, quite the theater experience, uh, for a man of his age being in high school. And, uh, he's just had quite a, quite a great variety. So, um, Sam, if you want to give a, give a little bit more of a background, um, on, uh, maybe like some some kinds of like theater you've done or like what got you into theater or all that stuff. Yeah. Um, first, thank you for having me. Uh, oh, this is a, this is a great time, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I got into theater like six years ago. So when I was like 10, um, I'm 16 now. I'm currently a junior in high school. Um, and I don't know, it's just kind of always singing has just kind of been like always one of those things that I really love to do. Mm-hmm. Like when you would like, go to our lake and there would be, we would like go to the bar and it would be like karaoke night. I was always sing something. Mm. And so at one point there was this girl in my grade who like did, did like musicals and she was like, Oh, you should totally do one. And I was like, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> sure. We'll go for it. And so we did it. And I mean, I just, I had so much fun. Um, and then I probably went two years without taking any like formal voice lessons like from when I started theater just because I was like meh but um I mean all the all the lessons that I've had have really uh they've helped me a lot along the way and um yeah I mean I've done a few shows with Tyler I've done around 25 shows in this Kansas area um I've been a couple with Tyler a couple with the previous guys that you've seen Will and Jonathan so um yeah, that's me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I, I did also forget to mention, yeah, he is uh, from my hometown, Kansas City. So that's how we know each other. Um, but actually, I don't have any um, students from Kansas. Uh, so that could be in the future. Uh, but I don't know. I Currently, I have no students from Kansas City, which is weird because like, I teach online. So it's kind of like... Oh, yeah, that's, all, a, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, I have students all over, but it's like none from Kansas City. Um, yeah, so you had mentioned, um, you've been in quite a few shows. Uh, do you want to talk about some of your favorite roles in theater? Just kind of boost your, boost your ego a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. Ego boost. Yeah. I need that right now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I've been in a lot of really great shows, um, community theater school. Um, some of my favorite roles that I've done, uh, I was Jack Kelly and Newsies. Um, I was supposed to be. Ren McCormick and Footloose and Jesse Tuck and Tuck Everlasting, but uh, those two roles didn't happen because of COVID. Um, I was uh, 
let's, I was Harry Bright in Mamma Mia at one point. That was really fun. Um, you know, I've been in, you know, some more like big, well-known musicals like Mamma Mia and Newsies, but then I've also been in some kind of, you know, lesser known musicals like, uh, like Bright Star and, uh, things like that. So yeah, I've had a lot of variety. Oh, super cool. Yeah. Uh, and like, is there any particular reason why, like those kind of stand out as like your favorite or just like, um, maybe like a bigger role or something or just the community or anything? Yeah. I mean, I'd say those are definitely, those are definitely like my more like noticeable roles, you know, like I can't just say like, Oh yeah, I was Kufrock and Les Mis and people would be like, yeah, I know that, you know, like, you know, top of the resume, yeah. yeah, top of the resume stuff. Yeah. For real. But, um, yeah, I mean, those are just some of my roles that I've done that may be more well-known. You might know more about them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so uh, it's it's actually, I do, I work with some like uh, people who have, have like a theater background, but um, some like actually don't. So like if you want to kind of, and I, I, can, I can jump in here a little too, but like mm -hmm. if you want to kind of walk us through like, just the average audition process um, of like uh, maybe a, a, a like of plays and then also like of musicals uh, who have who haven't had like the theater background or maybe have been out of it or just aren't, aren't familiar with it. Yeah, so um, I've done a mixture of both plays and musicals. Um, I've definitely done more musicals. I've only done like five or six plays, um, but they've all been really fun. Um, but the average, I'll start with plays and then I'll move on to more musicals. Um, and I'll just briefly talk about plays. Um, plays, it's mostly just um, either you pick a, pick a monologue from a show or from something like that. And um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. You just pick a, pick a monologue or sometimes they'll give you one on the casting directors. But I'll um, also add like there's, yeah, and if they don't pick one for you, like if you have to choose your own, I would also add like there's a lot of strategy, 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 and thinking like, especially like, and I know we've talked about this before, but like a lot of strategy and thinking that goes behind picking the right monologue to get that end result that you want. Yeah. So like if the if the play you're auditioning for is like, or the role you're auditioning for maybe is like like the comedic relief and it's like it's funny you don't want to do like the to be or not to be you know like it's just it's all about tone really um if you find a monologue with a good tone that fits the show that you're auditioning for i say great go for it um but yeah that's a good thing to understand absolutely and then uh similarly um do you want to talk us through some maybe musicals as well yeah uh, musicals are a little bit different um, because there's really just a lot of ways that they can be done. Um, you know, like I've had auditions where I've, they're like, you can sing whatever you want. Some of them where it's been like, you have to sing one of like these three songs. Like I once went to audition and they had like, um, they only gave guys like three options to sing. And it was like, it was weird songs. I'm gonna be honest. It was really weird songs. It was like, um, doctor, my eyes. Hmm. Um, Oh, carry on my wayward, carry on my wayward son. And yeah. then another one. I was, it was just such a weird, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, 
or it could be like a you sing whatever you want whatever's you know and i think we'll get more into that um yeah later. yeah absolutely um, and same yeah same thing with the as we talked about with the plays um those musicals uh like there there is a, a bunch of strategy and considerations like tone age with musicals it's also and also like like voice type and um yeah that's really good yeah mm -hmm. uh there's a lot more factors that go that are involved with uh some musicals but um yeah, yeah. um awesome and then do you want to talk us through like i mean even like the audition process itself of like walking up to the stage like um like the this thing called callbacks you know like what is it and why is it important from the directors why is it important for the actors um and if uh if you need i can jump in as well yeah um so personally i have never been on the other side of like the the casting table i will be in a couple weeks um i'm helping direct a show but um i've never like actually been on the other side um but I mean, like definitely a couple things that jump out of my mind immediately of like, because I've been in audition rooms, like I know, like, and so it's always. And what's that like? Just like the audition room, just like the vibe kind of there in general. The audition room is weird because it's a lot of people. Some of them don't care at all. And some of them care probably a little bit too much. <laughs> There's just. There's so many, and it, I mean, it's it's fun because there's like all these different kinds of like people and all from all these different backgrounds, and it's 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 good, but at the same, it's just a weird energy, like it's it's kind of undescribable almost, like just this, it's kind of like especially before like auditions, it's almost this like tension of like these are my competitors, and we're competing for these roles, yeah. Um, <laughs> which I would like to say doesn't happen, but it does. Like, let's be real. Like if you walk into audition room and like you, you, you see all these people and they're, they're, I don't know, they're, it's just, it's just tense because you're like, these are people that I need to, you go to think like, these are people that I need to be better than, but yeah. I'll talk later about how it's not, it's not always about that. Right. But, right. Yeah. So you said like, um, Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah. Part of that question. A little off topic there. Um, that was a little bit my fault. Uh, what was so, uh, like kind of going on the side of callbacks and why it's important on on both sides of the of the directing table. Yeah, um, callbacks especially. I mean, the casting directors, they need to see you again. They need to see you uh, do material from the show, just to see how it fits because you could. I mean, you could have a really, really good audition and then be totally unprepared for callbacks and they'll see that. They'll see like. Right. And I would add typically callbacks would include like that, like cold, cold read as they call it kind of. Yeah. Like, so basically ahead. a cold read is um, uh, where they give you uh, sides or like the um, reading material, like the scenes and you just have to, they give you like a minute to look it over. Sometimes they don't even do that. They just give it to you and you go. But you go up normally with a partner 
And yeah, you, or, or a song um, also. Yeah, song. same thing with the song. Mm-hmm. But and sim- you, yeah, good. And you go up there and you just have to like, that's why it's called like a cold read because you haven't like, you're not fam- super familiar with the material. You should be familiar with the material, but you haven't like, you know, been with the material for that long, if you know what I'm saying. Right. No, absolutely. And um, yeah, and uh, same thing. And like typically when they assign, they'll assign like you a specific cold read um, mm-hmm. and they'll have like kind of a, a part in my a character in mind for uh, Sam or uh, for myself or whoever the callback is for, like they'll have a specific character in mind that they think that they think like it's kind of like their visions kind of come to life. And it's like, okay, what if this person played this character? So it's kind of a bunch of like, what if scenarios? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially that part has to do a lot with like, I hate to do this, but like typecasts, you know, for me personally, like I do not carry myself on stage, like an 85 year old man. Like I just don't, I can but that's not what I'm like. That's not my element, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like like Tyler, he's been those roles before. He's been kind of like an older adult man. Mm-hmm. Whereas with me, I'm more focused on like the the young adult or the teen. Um, so yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then, okay, let's kind of uh, dive like, dive kind of straight focus in that audition. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of like your tricks and tips and like um, things that you've heard before about how to gain the confidence to really nail that audition and how can you really make best use of that prep time, best use of you know voice lessons with me, you know, for all my students out there. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would say, I mean, people say it all the time, but like confidence is really key. And I know you're like, how do you get that confidence? Um, really it just comes from being prepared. Like I've gone into a lot of auditions where I was prepared and I was ready and I was super confident and I've gone into, it's like going to do a test. Like if you know the material, you're like, I got this. If you don't know the material, you're like, I'm screwed. Like there's no, there's no getting out of this for me, you know? Right. And it's like, if you go in and you're unprepared, you're just like, naturally your confidence is going to drop. Right. Yeah. And that, I I love that test analogy. That's kind of, that kind of sums it up really well. Um, definitely like your, yeah, your confidence can drop. If you didn't study, didn't put in the work beforehand, um, didn't consider all those factors when choosing your song, Mm -hmm. uh, really analyzing that. Um, it like what, what, what's some of the, so like, let's take, um, is, are there any shows you're, currently planning on like auditioning for or currently prepping for auditioning for or anything um not i mean i'm always always ready for an audition right. but like not currently no i'm not like actively prepping for anything gotcha okay so we can just take like what's a what's a dream role for you like what's a dream what's a role dream that role oh wow you really put me on the spot here um <laughs> i'll say um uh frank abagnale jr and catch me if you can okay gotcha yeah so let's say they're doing auditions for that mm-hmm. uh like walk me through some of your personal prep work of like kind of like your mindset of like roadmap of um of you know what you do it's like 
all right, here we're two months out, one month out, one week out, mm -hmm. two weeks out, one yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to start this by saying like, sometimes you'll have two months in advance to do it. Sometimes you like, I've had a week sometimes, like it really just depends. Um, but I would say for like an optimal, optimal scenario, you have two months, two months is really all you should need. But, um, at the two month mark, it's really just, I would say become familiar with the show that you're auditioned for. You can watch bootlegs. If there's bootlegs, you can read synopsises. If the script is out there, you can read the script, um, start listening to the soundtrack. If it's a musical, um, you know, and do, I would say if you have two months or more, do more in-depth work, like figure out who the lyricist is, who the, who the, uh, like writer was, because I've been to, I've been to auditions, especially for plays. And the director's been like, yeah, that was a really good scene. Who was the playwright who wrote this? And to be honest with you, sometimes I'm like this person. Sometimes I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of back of the mind prep work is really important. Um, just because again, with that confidence, you'll, it's like building your foundation. Like I've, this is my starting point. I've hit my starting point. If you don't have two months or more, like just know who wrote it. Yeah. Like listen to the show. You don't need to know like all of the, like you don't need to be off book for the show. Right. Like you just have to be somewhat familiar with it. Right. Um, uh, and by off book, he means memorized just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, What's like your, do you have like a, I don't know if you have like a, like a towards the night before the audition routine. Yeah. So those are spooky. So oh, the, the day of the audition too. Yeah. So especially if you're not prepared, they're terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But, um, you know, if, if an audition is in the morning, I'll, um, go to sleep early that night before, if I can, um, I'll wake up. Let's say my audition is at like nine, which, oh, why would you ever put an audition at nine? Um, but let's say the audition is at nine. Yeah. I'm going to wake up at like six, depending on where it is. Yeah. Um, if it's like 45 minutes out, I'm waking up at six. If it's like 15 minutes away, okay. I'll give myself seven, you Hopefully know? Doesn't like, uh, like turn anyone off to, to doing, to wanting to do theater. It's a great thing, but you know. No, it's a, it is a really great thing. Get that later um, audition time if you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good. But yeah, so wake up, eat a really good breakfast. I don't, I, I would love to, from personal experience, stay away from like dairy foods, stay away from like, you know, like don't eat a big bowl of yogurt. Don't eat, don't drink a bunch of milk. Like have maybe some fruit. I know apples, I've, and this is a weird thing. Apples, especially apple juice, it can like mimic human saliva. And so it gets your mouth really wet. And so sometimes if I have like a really early morning audition, I'll drink some apple juice. I'll um, maybe eat an apple. I won't do both of them because I'm not crazy. But, you know. Um, Too much apple. Just really set yourself up for success and have just a good morning. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. And then if the audition is, you know, later at night, I would say just continue to talk all day. Um, not overly talk, but just warm up your voice throughout the day. Um, get prepared, you know, listen to the, listen to the song, sing through the songs a few times, not so that your voice is dead, but just sing through it a few times so that you really solidify what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, actually one of the, one of the cool things, cause I'm in my, uh, um, and I don't know if I think all my students know, but like I'm studying music education. Um, so, uh, I'm in like my vocal science class, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And it's, you, you watch all those videos of the MRI and the, the, yeah. the vocal folds. Um, mm-hmm. and that's just an average day. But, uh, <laughs> One of, the, one of the cool things uh, we just learned, and I just mentioned it maybe in like the first episode or the second one, but one of them, uh, I just mentioned, uh, I mentioned like a really good one of you can do for like your voice, like scientifically, uh, that's like scientifically proven is take a song that you're super familiar with and take a, take a vowel that you're kind of struggling on and kind of mix them. So sing a song that you're super familiar with um, on a vowel that you're having some trouble on. It's like, um, I want to say, yeah, I want to say I used the song Homeward Bound. Do you know that song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, let's say like it was that one and it was like, like maybe you were struggling on ah or like your audition song had a lot of the, had a lot of ahs in it. Um, what I would do then is just sing it on and off. So just get like, because uh, it's like warming up the brain simultaneously but it's also you're getting in the in the flow that transition uh yeah. before you're working on your new piece mm-hmm. uh, so that yeah that's a cool thing didn't mean to get you off track there but <laughs> all good um, yeah go ahead uh no we can move on i don't really have anything else for that okay gotcha um what are what are some considerations uh and obviously so we have more experience on the uh acting side but from what you know um like some insider secrets what are some considerations that go into the casting and figuring out the role um maybe you want like kind of like that mindset of like cast yourself before they (laughs) cast you yeah what are some considerations that you think like um, this role is perfect for me like this. Um, I want this role and then, uh, what, um, how do you portray that as well? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like one thing that I could, that I'm going to say now that would have been great earlier is that anything can happen in the audition room. Like literally anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and so really just how you how you carry yourself through that situation shows a lot. Absolutely. And so like, because it's so much easier to teach like mildness and timidness in like an actor than it is to get confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, things that go into casting that to be honest, you can't help height is one of a really big thing. I'm not a tall guy, so <laughs> it, it can be a little rough when I, see it, when I see a room full of like 5'11", six foot girls. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, like I get kind of nervous, my short shortness. 
But um, man, they would they would have never known if you wouldn't have said anything. Like I know, I'm sitting down too. Like I gotta get good posture. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, height is something that you need to take in. Um, even stuff like like hair color. Like I know that can be changed, but like you know, like if your hair is like a mint green, and you're auditioning for like lame is. You know, it's just a little like, hmm, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, like sometimes race will play a role. Like if you're auditioning for Hairspray and you're a white kid, you can't be like, I want seaweed. Like that's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, those are the things that like really you as an actor can't control. Some things that you as an actor can control is yeah. to... Um, I don't know if you're doing a scene and it's, I don't know, something that has always been said to me is try to find the comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, because even in like a normal script, you read a script, it's not, it's, it's, I think as actors, we see it as like a script. And so we're like, oh, I need to divulge into this, like this, like staircase almost of like, this leads to this, this leads to this. But sometimes it's just, there are jokes there. Like, yeah. and that's, that's really important. Um, yeah. So just finding the, finding the humor, finding the comedy, making, um, I don't know, this is just like a little acting thing. I don't, we don't have the time to describe it, but you know, making things like real is really big. Like don't play like any cartoons. Like yeah. we don't want to see an animated character. We want to see you. Right. We want to see what you can bring. Um, right. We want to, they also want to see what you're comfortable with. Absolutely. They want to, like, you don't want to, if you're like a low bass, you don't want to go in and sing like high Bs and stuff and like try to sing high, like it doesn't, like do things that you're comfortable with, but also like auditions and callbacks are really great times to press the boundaries of that, mm -hmm. you know, take chances. Um, I kind of contradicted myself, but you know. Yeah, no, I... Absolutely. Um, I think that's, that was awesome. Um, uh, all right. So if you had to, so like kind of walk us through, um, when was your first show like ever? My first show ever was 2015, 15 or 14, something like that. So about six years ago. Gotcha. Um, seven years ago. Seven. Oh, hey, crazy. Another year. Wow. Um, <laughs> Actually, this may be like 2025 in the future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so why was you like that that first audition, Sam, mm -hmm. versus like today, Sam, and like uh, like the differences in like um, how you sung, uh, how you presented yourself, how you um, yeah, how you prepped. I mean, we've talked a lot. We've talked some about prep, but like how um, yeah, just some like the differences. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're first starting off, like it can be really scary. Like, and you know, like, especially if it's like your first show, you get all these nerves and like something that I try to live by is like, if you're not nervous, you, you really don't care. Yeah. Like, so if I'm about to go into audition an audition and I'm not nervous, I kind of see that as like a, why I, I kind of have to take a step back and I'm like, okay, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Yeah. What's because like, even after 
like I know people who have done like so many shows and they and they still get nervous I still get nervous like it's just it's just a thing you know yeah but that was something that was really big with my first audition I was like I'm so nervous and it seemed like everyone else wasn't nervous Mm -hmm. um but I mean everyone really is in the same boat as you everyone's just trying their best everyone's nervous casting directors are nervous they don't want you to go up there and like butcher a song like they want you to do be really good right um yeah absolutely um and then we'll kind of wrap it up here any any other final like tips or advice um that either you wished you had heard um maybe just starting out if if someone watching this is considering theater or um just for performing in general i mean because a lot of this like connections um, I have some voice students who can like directly kind of relate to this of like the performance aspect and even like my piano students who are watching this like relate to it in terms of the performance aspect as well mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it's pretty transferable but yeah uh, any other tips or final advice that you want to mention I mean really a couple things come to mind mm-hmm. and it's first off always be polite like I can't tell you it you it really it is horrible when you work with someone who is not fun to work with so just even if you've had a bad morning and you like if it's a if it's a 7 a.m audition and you woke up at like four in the morning and you couldn't go back to sleep and you woke up and you spilled your coffee on yourself like you just have to like put on your game face and you have to be happy like you have to be happy you have to be polite you have to be like you have to, because really everyone in the audition process where it's the people who check you in up front, the, the people who are letting you into the waiting room, the, if you're learning to dance, the dance instructors, the pianist, if there is one, like really just be polite to all of those people because yeah. they speak to the directors and you don't want to, I mean, the if, worst thing they can say is like, yeah, they were terrible. You should not cast them. Right. And if you fake it, like if, if you need to fake it, like eventually you're going to start to feel it. Like, I mean, it's exactly. Yeah. Fake it until you make it. Exactly. Um, And then I'd say the last thing, just be yourself. Like they don't want to see Tom Cruise. They don't want to see Leonardo DiCaprio. If they wanted to see them, they'd watch Titanic. Like (laughs) really just be you. And that's, that's all they want. They just want you to, to try your best to be yourself because they don't want to, they don't want to work with someone who puts up like a face during auditions. Right. And then when it comes to time to rehearsals and work, it's just not who you were at auditions, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I say those are my two big tips. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, and uh, obviously, so working as an actor in um, kind of this and, and you're, and you're a student, like kind of, that's kind of a big part too, but uh, <laughs> like working as an actor, in um these zoom pandemic times are a little tough um but is there anything you're doing like currently um or any projects you're working on uh that like you'd want to you want me to like put like a link down where people can watch it or um... uh yeah so um at my school blue valley southwest in kansas um our like repertory theater group which like is an advanced theater group we just put on like a virtual showcase where we all filmed ourselves doing a monologue or singing. Um, you could check that out if you want. 
it's like a it's like a pay what you can you can pay like a dollar you can pay however much you want um there's that um and that's in my uh there's a link to that in my instagram bio <laughs> on instagram if you have it at sam s-a-m underscore i-l-l-u-m I'll, I'll put that down below as well i'll also put the link to that show down below as well um anything else you want to plug this we'll just plug at the end we'll just do a little uh plug time um i'm in uh i'm currently in uh you're in town at cytkc um bobby strong uh it's not for a few months but um yeah that's probably also going to be in my instagram at some point um it's going to be live streamed so even if you're in even if you're over with tyler or you're somewhere else you can see it um yeah, you know, just I'm constantly doing things, you know, just keep an eye out for me. I love it. Yeah, awesome. And I'll, I'll link uh, all that down below. Um, I had one of my friends, uh, I was like, I had, <laughs> um, I had asked, I probably shouldn't put this in the podcast, but <laughs> um, I don't know if he'll see this. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I had asked, like, hey, like, you know, we'll do a little plug at the end, like, um and he he said his instagram then he said his twitter then he mm. said his linkedin um, mm. <laughs> so <laughs> i linked it all down below because he said it but uh it was, it was the first so, really go follow my visco at samuel elam <laughs> i'll put that down below i'll put yeah, that down. Here my visco guys <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Sam. I mean, even I've kind of picked up some things from what you had to say, and I think you had a lot of great things to say. And hopefully, um, hopefully we got a lot of people uh, out watching this who picked up something else from what you had to say as well. And maybe we got someone to start on the theater train. So, you know, I hope. Always welcome. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, yeah. Thanks. Awesome. awesome, man. All right. Yeah. We will uh, chat with you. Maybe we'll see uh, some other time. So. Yeah. Awesome.